0: Welcome to Animal Cafe, where you'll hear weekly interviews with experts and enthusiasts working to better the lives of animals, and a monthly segment reviewing fun, fabulous, and useful products for your pets. Check our website, animalcafe.co, for more. Welcome to Animal Cafe. Today we're speaking with Edie Gerolim, writer, author of the book, Am I Boring My Dog?, and the blogger behind Will My Dog Hate Me?, and Animal Cafe's pet travel correspondent. Welcome, Edie.
1: Thank you, Mary. It's always a pleasure to talk to you.
0: Oh, likewise. And, uh, well, I don't know, you've recently stunned the pet blogging community (laughs) with this announcement that you're winding down operations at Will My Dog Hate Me. And you're also bowing out of your role here at Animal Cafe. (laughs) You've You've been blogging now for, wow, almost three years. What was it that made you decide to make such a big change?
1: Well, it's very flattering, first of all, to think of uh, myself making a splash in the pet blogging community. I, I'm not sure that I, I would characterize it like that, but as I say, thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Um, sometimes life impinges in these odd ways and it, it all just happened very suddenly. Um, it was the convergence of a lot of different circumstances and well, let me start with what happened between uh this past Christmas and new year's? Um, I have always had a family story as we all have family stories, and one of my family stories was that um my great uncle in Vienna had a butcher shop. all my uncles well, several of my uncles in Vienna had butcher shops um, they were all my mother's family was all forced to leave. Um, In 1938, either they were exiled or sent to concentration camps, and we really didn't know very much about it. And um, one of the things that I'd always heard, though, that was kind of a funny story was that Sigmund Freud used to buy his meat from my great-uncle's butcher shop. So, you know, I had told this to a friend (laughs) Yeah, I know it's strange, huh? Yes, <laughs> <And> <laughs> well,
0: even to you to find these little, little tidbits of uh, 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 <laughs> horrors of that. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. We didn't
1: really know very much, but um, that was one of the few things my mother didn't really like to talk about the past. But that was one of the few stories that she did she did kind of bring out. So um, all of a sudden, so you know, I didn't think anything of it, and. I get an email from this friend of mine to whom I told the story, and um, he said, I'm probably not telling you anything you didn't already know, but it was a link to the Sigmund Freud Museum in Vienna, and it turned out that this butcher shop that I'd always heard about was um, on the ground floor of uh, 19 Bergasse, which was Freud's address in Vienna, and that it had been incorporated into the Sigmund Freud Museum. So this was all very strange. Yeah, Yeah, and intriguing and out of the blue. And I didn't even know that there was a Sigmund Freud Museum in Vienna. (laughs) So that that made it even stranger and that, you know, this friend should suddenly email me a link. And so that was kind of percolating. Um, But it got even stranger. I told my sister about this. I emailed her and she said, Our great-uncles were butchers. (laughs) She had no clue, and she didn't know anything about the uh, Freud connection, which goes back to how little my parents really talked about their past in Vienna. My father was also from Vienna. So anyway, I I became very intrigued, and I started following a few different links and discovered just by, um, you know, a little research on the Internet that This great uncle had gone to Palestine and died there in 1942, and that some members of the family came back after the war, and um, all kinds of unusual details that I didn't have a clue of, so this intrigued me. And then, um, converging with that was the pet blogger challenge that Amy Burkert of Go Pet Friendly and I had... um, arranged to co-host again we did it last year and as I was going through the blog questions and thinking about the future um, I was thinking about all the things that I was doing with pet travel and thinking about how as much it was as it was theoretically interesting because I had been a travel writer and now I was a pet writer um, my heart wasn't really there I was kind of you know I was doing animal cafe which I loved and I'll talk more about that and I was um, doing the pet travel book club but somehow I just wasn't that emotionally engaged in this this new project just just snap you know intrigued me so I thought you know I, I think I've got to go for it well
0: you know that happened uh, I don't know maybe it's rare in life that something like that just drops on you. But I think it's a, a fantastic opportunity. And I really look forward to to hearing what's coming up. And, and uh, I know this is your last podcast with Animal Cafe, but you know, what can people expect at your blog?
1: Well, you know, it's all so new to me um, that I hate to make too many predictions, but I've been thinking about it. Um, there's no way I can go cold turkey. I mean, I've been so much a part of the pet bloggers community, and and it's such a wonderful community. So one of the things that I was thinking was that over the last years, I've I've written a lot of articles for uh, Your Dog, the um, the magazine for um, Tufts University Veterinary School. So those those articles are now um, now belong to me, and um, I think there's no reason I shouldn't share some of them um, that are still relevant with uh, on my blog. It it makes sense to me when I thought about that because um, you know they're great resources. I, I interviewed so many wonderful people at Tufts, so um, so I was thinking that that might be one direction. And um, I also thought about. You know, one of the things I I admit that stresses me about this new project is the thought of traveling to Vienna um, and, you know, leaving Frankie. (laughs) So the usual thing, that was another thing about writing – about pet travel, when I have a, a dog that hates to travel, <laughs> you know, it just didn't seem right somehow. I didn't feel quite honest. Oh. <laughs> Little dogs can just plant themselves and be very stubborn, as you probably know. So, well, it's it's going to be differently demanding. I'm hoping to get a lot of research done, and this is this is going to be all new to me. I've never done anything with genealogy before, so, um, but I love research, so um, I'm really excited about approaching a new type of research. I think it'll be fun.
0: Yeah, I think this is, you know, it's, it's all right up your alley, and certainly what a wonderful family story to share. Well,
1: you know, it helps that (laughs) <laughs> that Sigmund Freud is involved because, yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, because it's just not the personal I
0: think that that's a great hook
1: <laughs> yeah you know there's so many archives also that um, that will probably be there I just discovered that there was a film made and I haven't gotten a hold of it yet but I'm, I sent away for it called Freud's lost neighbors um, and Maybe my great uncle was included. We'll see, but you know, it's you know, you weren't going to get a film that had Joe Schmo's Lost Neighbors. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So proximity alone was uh, was good. And who knows? Maybe I'll find out what kind of meat I got (laughs) aside from kosher. I don't know, but I am a food writer, so that's that part of uh, of the equation interests me too.
0: (laughs) I I see a lot of. Lot of uh, creative avenues that you could take
1: on this. Uh, I I you know at this point it feels completely open and scattered <laughs> but I'm I'm sure. sure that you know when I set out to write am I boring my dog if, if somebody had said you're writing a book a dog book <laughs> what are you thinking there's so many dog books and you know in, in a way I'm this is the type of thing you know historical projects like this family histories there There are a lot of them, but it'll be mine, whatever comes of it. I know that right. you know i'll I'll end up putting my weird personal stamp on it in some way or another,
0: <laughs> so yes, and all your fans love that weird personal stamp of yours. cost <laughs> <Next laughs> <with> me <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, um, are you going to have another site available at some point for what you're doing next? Um, should people follow you on Facebook for more news, or just going kind to of go between the blog and Facebook for a while?
1: Well, I'm uh, I'm going to keep my Facebook page as um, will my dog hate me until okay. further notice, and that'll that'll connect to the blog, and you know, um, probably on my personal. Facebook page, Edie Girolam. I, I will be writing news. And um, oh, I've reclaimed Edie Girolam as my Twitter name, which will probably confuse a lot of people. Um, I was originally tweeting under will my dog hate me and I had. So I kept my avatar so people would still recognize Frankie and there are probably going to be other people now who are wondering why i Always tweeting about dogs, but <laughs> they'll get used to it. I have a domain name, um, Freud's Butcher. It's going to be <laughs> what else? <laughs> so, um, so if I do if I do blog, it'll be at Freud's Butcher. But I okay.
0: Well, that, well, that's good to know. I mean, now you know everybody can still. Hang around and <laughs> read, your, well, read your blog so. and, and all these great articles that no one was able to read. Uh, you know, I really want to thank you for all the pet travel adventures you've shared with us at Animal Cafe and the people you've introduced. I don't think I'll soon forget the Irish cowboy in southern Arizona <laughs> and his B&B that allows big dogs or the chat you had with Amy and Ron Burkert of Go Pet Friendly who travel across the U.S. in their RV with their two big dogs. And uh, leave it to you, by the way, to ask how it is they don't kill each other in that small space. (laughs) 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 You know, you've given us so many great stories. I really miss your contributions, your wit, and pun-loving nature. Uh, It was a pleasure to work with you, Edie.
1: Oh, Mary, it was my pleasure and my privilege. Um, I can't tell you what a great group you have put together on uh, on Animal Cafe, and I, I was... So pleased to be a part of it. Um, Lori Euston was a, is a wonderful resource for uh, information on veterinary matters, and also um, she's a social media expert. With her, you know, just a, a great writer and the nicest person in the world. She helped me out with all the technical things that I had to learn. <laughs> Much against my will, <laughs> she was uh, she was invaluable. for I, I was privileged to work with two great trainers, um first Eric Gobelbecker, um, who had some great guests, you know, from um I mean to work with uh A B C. Uh, he was a wonderful resource for um for training and he had some wonderful guests. And now Kelly Dunbar who is um an amazing resource too. She's she knows some of the top people in the field and her involvement with open paw, uh which does Amazing work with shelters, and uh, and then there's you, Mary, and I. I don't have enough nice things to say about your uh, expertise in animal welfare. I'm thinking of that wonderful Petland campaign that you had. You you got together an amazing number of signatures for people who agreed with you that selling animals at Petland was the wrong thing to do, and even though you didn't change their minds yet <laughs> it was a wonderful campaign and you know that's just typical of, of the type of thing that you do for um animal welfare so um it's it's really been a privilege and I thank you for the site um experience to you know to get getting me uh, involved with the site it's it's been great on all counts but I do want to say um that I don't feel like I'm leaving without a great replacement, Carol Bryant. And Carol is terrific. She is um, writer, PR, and social media director of Fido Friendly, Um just one of her clients. And now she's a blogger at Fidos of Reality. And she has a very cute dog, uh, of, uh, Dexter. <laughs> Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and she loves pet travel. Um, she's she's a real expert, and, and Dexter loves to travel even better. <laughs> so I I feel that I'm I'm leaving uh, the pet travel expert slot in great hands, and I urge everybody to listen to all the different podcasts. It's, and there's so many great people on the site you've you've put together. Um, so many amazing
0: guests. I obviously agree. (laughs) There's so much there, and, you know, even I have like a mini iPod thing, but portability is a wonderful thing. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, thank you for all your kind words, too, and that that was really uh, very, very nice of you, and
1: Um, All very true. You know, I don't lie. I say a lot of stuff stuff I shouldn't say. (laughs) Oh,
0: thank you so much, Edie. Uh, Oh,
1: thanks again for having me. We'll
0: really miss you.
1: (laughs) Don't think you're rid of me yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll we'll all be watching you on Facebook and your blog, and we'll be looking forward to reading your book.
1: Oh, thank you.